County's push against the two viruses. I'm Kate Ryan. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin have made a deal on a wide-ranging financial bill. Good morning. It's 6 o'clock. CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Senate Democrats have new hope of approving a spending package after a key lawmaker announces an about-face. Correspondent Jennifer Kuyper has details. Senator Joe Manchin says he has reached an agreement with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer on health care costs, energy, and climate issues. The two Democrats say the Senate will consider the wide-ranging measure next week. President Biden says he has spoken with Manchin and Schumer, and he supports the deal. It ends months of fierce debate and delays. The plan, which would also increase taxes on higher earners and big corporations, could be put to a vote as soon as next week. We'll get a fresh read this morning on whether the country's teetering on the brink of a recession or not. The government will release GDP data on the heels of yesterday's decision by the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates three quarters of a percentage point. Chairman Jerome Powell's take. I do not think the U.S. is currently in a recession. And the reason is there are just too many areas of the economy that are performing too well. And, and of course, I would point to the labor market in, in particular. S&P futures are down 13. There's new hope of bringing two jailed Americans home from Russia. The administration won't confirm reports that the proposal would have the U.S. releasing convicted arms dealer and so-called merchant of death, Victor Boot, to secure Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan's return. White House spokesman John Kirby says the decision to announce an unspecified but substantial offer now was based in part on Griner testifying in Moscow that she was never fully informed of her rights. Even that decision was not taken lightly uh, and we're going to continue in private to work uh, through the negotiations. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. North Korea's Kim Jong-un has issued a new warning. <laughs> He celebrated the 69th anniversary of the Korean War armistice. He said the U.S. and South Korea are pushing the peninsula to the brink of war, and he's willing to use his nuclear weapons in a potential conflict. JetBlue could be close to an agreement to buy a budget airline after a separate deal was scotched. CBS's Errol Barnett explains. Spirit. Shareholders voted down a union with Frontier Wednesday to entertain ever-increasing cash offers from JetBlue. That company's most recent appeal to buy Spirit valued the company at $3.7 billion. You may not be able to break her soul, but hackers managed to bust Beyonce's new album release. Variety says Renaissance leaked online ahead of tomorrow's scheduled drop. S&P futures now down 11, Dow futures off 50. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 603 here on your Thursday morning. It's the 28th of July. A little on the cloudy side today and very humid. We'll get near 92. Good morning to you. I'm Joan Jones. And I'm Bruce Allen. Here are the top local stories we're following for you this hour. D.C. police are investigating whether there's a link between two crime scenes where a combined 180 shots were fired. The scenes are just a couple miles apart in southeast, and at each scene, police found about 90 shell casings scattered around. So is there a connection between the two shootings? D.C. Police Commander John Branch. That is a possibility we're looking into. Um, we don't have any information at this point that we're to that 
but of course we are keeping all of our um, options open. In one of the shootings, a man was killed. Two others were injured in the Washington Highlands neighborhood. And in the other shooting, a pregnant woman was shot and injured. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Another mistake by DC 911 has left a one-day-old baby dead. For the second time in three months, emergency crews were sent to the wrong address. The parents woke up to find their one-day-old girl not breathing. They called 911 and said they lived on Savannah Terrace Southeast, but the call taker sent crews to Savannah Street Southeast. Eight minutes into the 911 call, while the call taker was giving the mother CPR instructions, that call taker realized they messed up the address and they tried to correct it, but didn't put it into the computer system in a way that would show an address change. Safety advocate Dave Statter says responding EMS crews realized the dispatch error, but it was 10 minutes after the first 911 call that a medic arrived. It's a situation where seconds count and mistakes like these cost minutes. Neil Loganstein, WTOP News. Now, an audit last fall exposed widespread problems in the city's 911 system. Among them, that the agency doesn't meet national standards for getting help to callers promptly. This is a big day for Washington Commander's owner Dan Snyder. He'll be testifying virtually at 8 o'clock this morning before the House Oversight and Reform Committee, but he'll be doing it behind closed doors. The committee is looking into allegations of sexual harassment and workplace misconduct at the team, including accusations that Snyder allowed a toxic culture to pervade the team, a culture that glorified drinking and objectified women. The committee has said Snyder and his legal team are conducting a shadow investigation in an attempt to discredit his accusers. Lawyers from more than 40 former team employees have asked the committee to allow their clients to testify as well. Montgomery County health officials are trying to get more people vaccinated against coronavirus. And at the same time, they're seeing an increasing number of monkeypox cases. There were 101 cases of monkeypox in Maryland as of Thursday. And Montgomery County's health department has already administered half of its allocated vaccine for that virus. With the expectation more doses will be available later this summer. At the same time, with COVID now in the high range, the county's acting health officer, James Bridgers, was asked if a mask mandate might be instituted in schools this fall. There's no indication right now we're moving in that direction. The big push is to get our children and our counties vaccinated and boosted. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin has transferred one of his senior aides to his political operation. Just six months into his four-year term, Youngkin is rumored to be considering running for the Republican Party nomination for president in 2024. The employee who was transferred, Matt Moran, had been working as an unpaid state employee. He was being paid by political consulting firms. But now the Richmond Times-Dispatch reports Moran is executive director of Youngkin's Political Action Committee and is running a nonprofit that Youngkin formed to push his political goals. Still to come here, a man from Maryland who was killed on a road in Delaware has been linked to a well-known former governor at 607. Here's Robert Wood, Chief Information Security Officer for the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services on the discussion threat and data protection, the critical role of endpoint security in the federal government, sponsored by Tanium. We don't put a lot of time and energy into specific attribution efforts. Attribution for us is sort of secondary to the core mission of protecting the data, protecting the networks, protecting the environment. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Tanium. Never trust, always verify. That's the essence of zero trust. To secure your organization, you need to verify.